Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. An RTT exclusive. Four years sober until a few weeks ago, it all fell apart. I had two glasses, and then the day after that, it was bottles. Like full bottles to yourself. The daughter of music royalty. I was introduced to alcohol because I came from an alcoholic family. My father being the heaviest drinker I've ever seen in my life. Who followed in her famous father's footsteps. It went from Vicodin to Percocet, from Percocet to heroin. Now Kelly Osbourne comes clean. I never went to work sober. I never went to dinner sober. I didn't do anything sober. The high price of addiction. I would have loved to be married and have children by now. A red table wake-up call not to be missed. What was the moment when you realized, like, oh, damn. This is so cool. (laughs) Oh, I love hearing your guys' little... Tiny feet, pitter patter. <laughs> Tiny feet, you got little feet too. Yeah. Uh, no, we you all got, got little feet for your size. I do, I do. You're actually right. You got really little feet, Willow. For me to be this tall. Mm-hmm. You got tiny, That's tiny feet. That's a good feet. thing, though. It no, is yeah. a good thing. That's actually a blessing. Yeah. Big time. Today's yeah. going to be a crazy one, Today guys. is a... It's a deep one. This is a deep one. We all have a... Well, we have a lot of experience <laughs> topic. <laughs> But this will be really good for me because when I was a teenager, Jamie wanted me to go to Al-Anon. Mm-hmm. And I went once. <laughs> so this will be a good one for me just to kind of smooth out some of my... Uh, it might be cathartic for you. I think it will be. <laughs> Millions watched Kelly Osborne grow up. 
as the spirited teenage daughter on her family's iconic award-winning reality show. The Osbournes, led by music legend Ozzy and his manager wife Sharon, Sharon! was the most watched series ever on MTV. My connection to the Osbournes was created through my heavy metal music journey. They supported my band Wicked Wisdom. Sharon opened doors for us by inviting us on Ozfest, our first metal tour. When Kelly, their popular middle child, made this recent brave public confession about her traumatic battle with addiction. This is a little hard for me to talk about, but um, I relapsed. Wow. Not proud of it. We invited her to the table to share her very personal story. Hi. Hi. You have no idea how excited I am to be here. Welcome. So nice to have you. Yeah, good to see welcome you. Welcome to the table. Thank you so much You're for welcome. Me. Oh my God, you. You're <laughs> I can't even so handle it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm loving this makeup today. Okay. Thank you. The whole outfit. I couldn't sleep last night because I was so excited about doing this. Oh. <laughs> yes, this is awesome. Yes. yes. Walk us through, like, what happened. There's so much, like, irony in, in this last relapse for me because I made it all the way through the pandemic. Right. I made it all the way through. And wow. you had four years. Almost four years, Of sobriety. Yeah. So what environment were you in, Kelly, when you took your first drink in your relapse, when you relapsed? I was, I was alone, sitting by a pool and waiting for somebody to come have a meeting with me. And I saw this woman and her husband had a glass of champagne and it looked really nice. And I was like, oh, I can do that too. Wow. And then the next day, I had two glasses. And then the day after that, it was bottles. Like full bottles to yourself? Yeah. Been there too. Couldn't even hold back on it. For the first two days, I could handle just having one drink. But it was because I sat there and I was like, you're only having one drink and you're gonna prove to everyone that you're normal now and you can do this. And all of a sudden, everything's falling apart. Yeah. yeah. What was the moment when you realized, like, oh, damn? I was at my boyfriend's house, and I was <laughs> faced on his couch, mm. eating pizza. And he looked over at me, and I, I felt the way he looked at me. And yes. I was like, oh, no, I never want him to look at me like that again, ever. Like, that didn't make me feel good. What yeah. am I doing? He knew you had been drinking and he never said anything to you about it? Um, I'm like a closet drinker. I don't like to drink with people or to like, Ooh, okay. and that's why it Got gets it. really dark and yeah. really lonely. How did your boyfriend react? He was disappointed because mm. he hadn't seen that side of me. So to suddenly be like, well, this is the side I never wanted you to see. You've seen it. Let's hope you never meet her again. Yeah. Like, it was embarrassing because for the first time ever, I actually care how he feels, and yeah. I care how my behavior impacts him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I only want to be the best version of myself, my family, and my boyfriend, and my friends, and, and I was not, I was the furthest thing away from that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it happened like that. Yeah. yeah. I've never 
had a boyfriend who's supportive of me in that area before. Yeah. Oh. And he is very communicative and incredible yeah. in that way. Oh. So it's yeah. really nice. Yeah. That's beautiful. And my parents like him, so that's also that's a plus. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> Your substance of choice was alcohol. That is always my substance of choice. My drug of choice is alcohol. alcohol. I love it. Yeah. And I don't love it because I like the way it makes me feel. I like that it makes me not feel. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I know about that one. Yeah. I want to be numb to everything. And at first I was like, oh, I'm fixed because I don't actually want to be numb right now. I just want to celebrate. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm doing amazing. And I can drink like a normal person. I have an amazing boyfriend. I made it through the pandemic. I think I'm fixed. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it's wow. not fixed. Little do I know that you're just being a full-blown psycho. Who's yeah. Like... It feels a little bit like wishful thinking, like, like, I definitely feel like I've, I've felt that before in my life where it's like, why am I different? Like, yeah. like I see I these people doing yeah. this. Having two and drinks yeah, at the pool. Exactly. Because it turns into bottles. Right. The worst thing I can do is be in a room alone with myself. Mm. Mm. Because that's when I'm like, okay, I'm bored. What can I do? What mm. do I normally do when I'm bored? Mm. Right. I would drink. So I sit there and I go through things over and over and over in my head. And the biggest turning point for me was I stopped living in God's will. I was mm. living in my Your will. will. Yes. My will. Yes. And yes. that was when I was like, I let go of my tools. What I use to... Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. To stay clean every single day, because yeah. it's a battle for me every single day. Absolutely. And it's never, yep. ever going to get easy. I have to hold myself accountable for every single thing I do. And I think that's why it was so important to me that I just came right out and said it. I just wanted to tell you guys the truth because I never, ever want to lie to you. I didn't even tell my family yet. I just did it. And then I got all the phone calls because I knew that if I didn't, I could have flown under the radar for a long time like that and no one would have known. And I just would have spent the last four years building a life that I just destroyed in one drink. Mom, what would you say that it got, I won't say easy, but you you had more ease with your recovery? How many years? Definitely past five years, maybe 10? Yeah. Maybe into 10 years? That you were just like, okay. That you finally just felt chill? Mm -hmm. Because the issue is not, at some point in time, the issue is not the drugs, it's you. Yeah, or the alcohol, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been me. Yeah. It's always been me. It's always you. How did your relationship with alcohol begin? I was introduced to alcohol because I came from an alcoholic family. Right. So I grew up with my father being a extremely, if not probably, the heaviest drinker I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, the best way to put this. So the the alcohol was there. I moved to America. I was 13, and I was so foreign. Mm-hmm. Like, couldn't be more, more foreign, yeah. very English. Most of the time, people didn't understand what I was saying. Right. Mm. My parents put me in my first American school, and I just fell by the wayside. Yeah. I'd, I'd never been to a school like that before. I'd always gone to all-girls schools, and mm-hmm. then it was just night and day different. On my first day of school, a kid said to me, my dad is a lawyer, and he makes $3 million a year, and he's going to buy me a BMW for my first car. What are you going to get? And I went, excuse me? I just was like, oh my God, I've woken up and I'm in the movie Clueless. I didn't really fit in anywhere, Uh so I got really, really insecure. That's me at 13. sick and I had a really bad case of tonsillitis. They ended up having to give me some crazy surgery and then after that they gave me Vicodin and that was all I needed. And <sighs> Are you kidding me right yeah. now? I went from having every voice in my head being like, you're fat, you're ugly, you're not good enough, no one likes you, you, you don't deserve this, people don't like you because your parents are and then all of a sudden every single voice was silenced and it felt like life gave me a hug. Oh, so how old were you when you got your Vicodin tonsils Vicodin will do that. 13. Vicodin to a 13-year-old. I cannot believe that. I was like, why am I so confident in all of this? Now, Vicodin. Yeah. Wow. And then very quickly, it went from Vicodin to Percocet, from Percocet to, um, to heroin, eventually, because it was cheaper. I got caught buying it. And then the very next day, my mom put me in rehab. I was like, this is just vacation without a bar. I'm going to get out and do exactly what I want to do when I leave here. Because I was not ready to lose my safety blanket. Mm -hmm. Right. How old were you when you were in rehab? The first time I went to rehab, I was 19. Got it. And I've been going in and out of those places ever since. Yeah. Do you feel as though there was any parts of your addiction that might have robbed you of life experiences in any way? I feel very behind. 
as a woman, I would have loved to be married and have children by now. My brother has three daughters and I would have loved to have had a few kids by now, but that wasn't what was in the cards for me yet. Right. And I would have been no kind of mother at all. Because mm-hmm. I was like that crazy addict that was like, oh yeah, I'll just stop doing drugs when I get pregnant because I'll have to. Right. I'm like, right. that's insane that I would ever even think that. That's right. like not normal. To now really getting to the bottom of everything and allowing myself to be vulnerable, which is very hard for me. Yeah. Because my natural instinct is just to tell everyone to f*** off. But yeah, totally. It, that doesn't do me or anyone any favors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I'm yes. with you on that one. Your dad struggled with alcoholism. And have you guys been able to connect in any way? Yes. I've always been a daddy's girl. I go to my dad for everything. Right. First phone call every day is from my dad. Yeah. Every day. So it's really awesome that we get to have that. And it's weird. We've turned something so ugly into something that's actually really beautiful. beautiful. That yeah. Me yeah. and my brother and my dad all bond with each other over. Yeah, because Jack is in recovery. He's 18 years. Hand clap for Jack. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always say to him, I know it's not a competition, but I, I am so jealous of the way that he has been able to handle his recovery. Yeah. Because he's so matter of fact. Right. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> right. I am not. Right. I make everything oh, more difficult. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> he's got Wait, all girls. Wow. <laughs> so that's Pearl in the USA, shirt Minnie, who he's wearing in the, the Bumbelina, uh-huh. and Andy is the mermaid. Oh, and wow. they're so sweet and funny. I love them all so much. It's really interesting how my brother's three children kind of parallel us. Pearl's a lot like Amy, Angie's a lot like me, and mm-hmm. Minnie's a lot like Jack. Wow. Oh. Did Jack have any specific words of wisdom when it came to this relapse? I think for, for Jack, he was crucial in me just, you gotta get honest with someone. Yeah, yes, just that one person. Yes. It doesn't matter who it is, as yeah. long as you're honest with one, one person. person. So That's true. right. And my brother's that person to me. Right. So I told him everything, and him and I put together a plan to get myself feeling strong and supported. And That's honestly one of the most important parts. It's like to just be able to, just like you said, that one person. That one person. That that one one person that you can just open up to. Tell the truth to. And my problem's never been not telling the truth. I tell too much truth, if anything. You will never, ever, ever be able to have a conversation where somebody truly understands you if you're not talking to another alcoholic. Exactly. Because yeah. they will never understand it, they will never get it, and yep. that's why for me the fellowship and being a part of the community and having that ripped away from me during the pandemic was that's such a shell shock say. for me. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. that I had taught myself on how to live and rebuild my life was gone, but it also became the excuse I needed. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. So, wow. It's asking for help. That's the part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's the part we can all use. Because I get through that shame spiral of, am I good enough for help? Help. Yeah. I've done this again, and this is all my fault again. Right. Well, someone loved me through my flaws. Will somebody love me when I'm down? But that won't happen until you do. Do, Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. That's the Won't thing, happen until, until you, you do. do. Yes. You gotta, it has to start with you. Mm-hmm. I remember in seeking my own honesty, recognizing that a lot of times I really didn't even know what was the truth for myself. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No. That's, right. so that's, I, that's, that's the one. I was like, <laughs> I actually don't know what's real and what's not anymore. Yes. I don't know. I, I don't know if I actually really like those things or if I've been pretending to like them because I'm placating yep. you. Yes. Yes. Another one of my problems is people pleasing. Yep. Yeah. And I'll just say yes to everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. On top of the addictions that you've had, you also have codependency issues. Massively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can become addicted to anything and become codependent with anything. anything yeah. Now, I'm a fixer for my friends. If I see somebody that's suffering, I go in and I help. Before I know it, it's I've drained us. myself. <laughs> yes. Right. And Trying I've left nothing for else. me. That's right. You're a mess. Yeah. yeah. And then we end up being a, a mess. mess. <laughs> and getting all distracted and thinking you actually helping somebody. Right. And you're not yeah, even helping exactly. yourself. Exactly. So you really ain't helping nobody. Exactly. It's so true. <laughs> help somebody when you all hey, messed when up. you all Girl, messed up. up. Girl, so you better true. go back there and get you together. How about that? <laughs> yeah, do that. And then now I'm learning the power of no. Exactly. <laughs> Which makes me feel like a bitch because you're just like, oh. <laughs> But it's that boundary setting, mm -hmm. you is. know? Wow. The human mind, man. Like, I'm just sitting here like. There's something in it. I'm like, yo, like, there's this lyric that has, I've, it's just been going through my mind as we're talking about this. Um, it's actually a Kid Cudi lyric that goes, nothing can keep me from peace but me. Yeah, and that's yep. the truth. And I was like, yo. So it's true. the truth. <laughs> So true, like anything that's wrong in my life, it's me. Oh, yes, yes ma'am. Every single time. It's yes, not because someone else did something to me. That's right. Or I didn't get the job that I wanted. No. No. It, it's, it's you. It, it, <laughs> it, it's you. And I've also learned that it's okay to be uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a really solid support system mm -hmm. in, in your recovery I, now? I went back to outpatient mm -hmm. because I needed a new support group because unfortunately, 90% of my women's group relapsed during the pandemic. Oh, wow. 90%? 90%? Yes. That's in, rough. Were most of those women fairly early in recovery? All different. One of them is like 24 years, another <gasps> one is 16 years, one was a year. Wow. Wow. And it's the isolation, too. Yeah. It's isolation. It's change. Yeah. I don't do well with change. I, yeah. I'm a creature of habit. I eat the same thing every single day. Mm -hmm. I have the same routine every single day. I and like I think that that's too. part of my alcoholism uh. is I learned to survive by putting a schedule in place. I do good with boundaries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to have a, a specific routine. Hmm. People needed to know where I was. Even the other day, I woke up, we weren't working that day. Mm -hmm. And I kind of woke up like, BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. 
Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's like, oh, snap. (laughs) What am I doing today? What am I doing today? Like, I can't have too much time. I feel out of sorts. Isn't it so strange that my best thinking wants me to be drunk and alone in a room by myself? Mm. That's, like, where my addict is most comfortable. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's the nature of how deceitful addiction is because you can really walk around believing that. Right, right. I believe that you have to be in treatment for the rest of your life. Yes. Yes. And I'm speaking from my experience. First year of sobriety is the most difficult year of anybody's life. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Because it's almost like you get reborn, but with zero skills. When I first got sober, I didn't feel like I deserved to be in any room that I was in. And then I'd gained so much weight. So I thought that everyone was just looking at me like she's fat and disgusting. Mm. And like people were taking pictures of me. Yeah. And I could see them. Look how fat Kelly Osbourne is now. Yeah. So it's like you have to get in touch with vulnerabilities and things that trigger you. Like I never went to work sober. Mm-hmm. I never went to dinner sober. Mm. I didn't do anything Much of sober. anything sober. Exactly. Like nothing yeah. sober. Yeah. So to do things for the first time again, that was really scary. Right. My first year of sobriety was all about fixing the mind. So I did two full years of therapy every single day. Wow. When you talk about fixing the mind, Mm -hmm. what aspect of your mind were you trying to fix? All of it. All of it. Emotional trauma, how I internalize them and then regurgitate them. I can fall into like self-victimization real quick. Yeah, most addicts do that. It's a horrible personality. We become the victims. Quality that I don't like having. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was just about happiness. I didn't know if I wanted to come back and work in Hollywood anymore. I had been working on TV since I was 14, so I took two years off, did the therapy, figured out that I really wanted to be sober. I really want the life that I've worked for and the opportunities that I've been given, and I don't want to take another day for granted. And this program has taught me to be such a better person than I was, Mm -hmm. and skills and patience and acceptance and surrender was something that was really hard for me. And that's, yeah. It's so important to understand that it's so much more than just not using. Yes, and that's There's so much work involved with recovery. Do you still fall for the shame spirals? 
where the smallest thing can put you in a shame spiral and then all of a sudden you're like, oh. My, my biggest thing is that definitely like just feeling like not worthy. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I don't have anything to say, I don't have anything to offer. Like I, even if I'm at a meeting, it's very rare that you'll hear me say anything. Right. I'm the same I way. always feel like I don't have anything to share. I don't have anything to add. I feel like I've seen what you're talking about, that shame spiral, when you talk about mom's childhood. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And, yeah. like, I feel that in you a lot. And we're always trying to, I mean, we're always trying to tell you that it's like, I mean, you created She's gotten a better. She has. <laughs> She's gotten better. So I'm again. I'm not. I'm. You gotten better with that. You have so gotten give better you props with that. On that you, you, you don't go into it like you used to. Yeah. Because yeah. I, mean, I used to be yeah. like, damn, gam. Like, yeah. No. She. Yeah. She's gotten better. So I let her have whatever little moment she has because yeah. it's only a moment. Exactly. Instead of like hours or That's days. The first five years of my recovery, at least. Yeah. I would be whining. Yeah. In the meetings about all the guilt that I was carrying about, you know, being such a terrible mother to the point where people were like, Adrian, okay. <laughs> what else is going on with you? Yeah, I was like, all right already. I've started doing breath work now. Right. And I was like, this is BS. It's not going to work. Oh, no. I've realized that since from 13 to now, I've been holding, holding my your breath. breath. Yes. I've been holding my breath yep. and walking around like waiting for the next bomb to drop. Right. One of the exercises that I've been doing, it's really simple, and I implore everybody to do this. Show us. So you get three words. So three positive words okay. and three negative words. Oh. So it'll be breathe in, love. Love. Breathe out, negativity. Mm-hmm. Mm Within 10 minutes, I was hysterically crying. Wow. Yeah. Out of nowhere, couldn't come back from it. And then within 45 minutes, I felt like I had an out-of-body experience. Yeah. And wow. for the yeah. first time in my life, I was breathing. Yeah. Wow. Like, you go through breathing, but you don't realize, like, you have to learn how to walk. You have to learn mm -hmm. how to breathe properly. Yep. Because yeah. we walk around like, like this. Yeah. Brace. We're just bracing, bracing for the next for hit. Yep. Yeah. The whole time. All times, bracing for the next hit. So I'm breathing now. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That. Yeah, good for you. And I'm turning into a hippie, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> yes! Join the club. Join the club. <laughs> yeah, we, we have two hippies. We got family. two hippies here. Yeah. <laughs> now that I know that you're into that stuff, if there's ever like like a sound bath event or like a meditation or a chanting thing, I'll let you know about oh it. Oh my god, I would love oh, to. Yeah, yeah. We do Same for you. Yeah. Totally. My brother's like, you're gonna be hugging trees before you know it. Do. There are scientific studies that hugging trees actually oh. lowers your blood lowers your blood pressure. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Gotta say it. So Kelly, they say that you lost 85 pounds. Wow. Is that true? I did a surgery, the gastric sleeve. Right. And it's the best thing I've ever done. Got it. It kind of retrained my relationship with food. I don't look as it that I use to comfort myself with, yeah. I use it as fuel and something that's a reward. Yeah. yeah. Like I can become addicted to drugs, I can become addicted, addicted to, to food. food. Absolutely. Yeah. And so to not have to have that obsession has been the best gift I've ever given myself outside of sobriety. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. That's amazing. I like my body now. I like what I'm turning into and discovering new things that I thought I'd never be able to do. And I'm doing it and it's great. That's the gift of giving yourself a chance. Yeah. Well, a lot of times when you're 
addicted to alcohol and drugs. There's some other, other addictions thing. going on mm -hmm. in there because you just have an addictive personality. I think everybody's an addict in different ways. Mm -hmm. Some of the therapy and some of the healing and, and recovering that I've had to do and just realizing that it all stems for me personally from the addiction to sense gratification. Mm. Yes. You yes. Know? Oh my God. Yeah. I am so there with you <laughs> yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's addicted to sense gratification in some everybody way. Everybody wants to feel it's good. Just, everybody yes. wants to feel good, right? So it's just a matter of mm -hmm. what we use. Some people use relationships. Yeah. Some people use alcohol, drugs, shopping, gambling, whatever. My mom's the shopper. But we all find the thing when life is disappointing us and is not satisfying our senses in the way that we want. It's like, okay, well, what's the next available thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's do that. Let's do that. Instant yeah. gratification. Instant and self gratification. And so, self-soothing. And self-soothing. And we are all in some way addicted to that. Yes. Yeah. I just want to be addicted to something healthy like working out. Exactly. <laughs> I went through that. I went through that. that. Be a problem. Well, I had like a, a full six pack and I was working out three hours a day. I'm working out three hours a day and then at night, well shoot, I'm up. I might as well go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like people yeah. are like, Jada, you are over exercising. I'm like, how is that even possible? It's an emotional, mental, I think it's Wound. a it's a existential crisis. There we go. <laughs> there you we know go. what I mean? That most of us have to deal with what life really mm -hmm. is. Life on life's terms is mm -hmm. one of the it's, hardest lives to live. There you go. Yeah. It's and one of the hardest lives to live. Yeah. It's true. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. What I actually just thought about too is really interesting because I feel like at certain points in my life I've been addicted to reactions. Mm, from like yeah, certain reactions yeah. from people and like mm. needing you to tell me that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Was deep. I did the mind, I did the body, and now it's the soul. Yeah. And it's all about just putting, as just I put say, it all together. together and finally getting the payoff and getting out of my way. Oh, it's good I to hear that. you. It is it's good to hear, to hear you. you yeah. Doing the work. Yeah. Good for you. I really doing the work. that I would hate doing the work because I avoided it my whole life. And I'm like, oh, I still feel pain there. Let's figure out what that's about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Going through and dissecting everything has been really interesting that I'm seeing that so many of these things that I have, I get from my dad. <laughs> I'm just right. so grateful. And I know that so many people are going to feel so seen and just relate to what you've said so deeply. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Tell us Tell about us your podcast. Yeah. What is it called? The Kelly Osborne and Jeff Beecher Show. <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted this podcast to be is that one hour each week where you can switch off from the world and laugh. And our message is what you call freaks, we call family. Everyone's yes. welcome. It's nice. just about spreading as much love and positivity in a fun way that we possibly can. Then the next episode, I'm finally going to Learn how to be on TikTok. Oh, okay. Well, you know what, Kelly? Thank you for coming. I can't even begin to tell you what an honor this was to sit at this table with you, three like incredible women, and thank you for everything that you do. It's three thank generations you. of just pure beauty. Oh, thank you, Kelly. Thank I you. I really mean that. Like. I watch your show with my mom religiously. We wow. love you guys. It's like, we're like, wicked wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. doing the work. We are wishing you the best. Yeah. And I'm super Had proud a, of you. It was doing rough, the work. and I'm yeah. just, you know. And I know, we know how hard it is. Exactly. So. And it's just for me, if I can share my story and it helps mm -hmm. just one person, then I've done my job. Right. That's right. Mm -hmm.
I've done day. my job. Because yeah. we're not alone. No, yeah. never. But never. you know who's the most important person that's going to help? You. Me. As the interview was going along, I was like, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. I'm getting this off my chest. Yes. I'm going to walk out of here on my happy feet. That's right. right. That's, that's what we always be. want. Yes. We want people to leave here on yeah. their happy feet. That's I feel like I could talk be. to you guys about absolutely anything. I'm like, maybe I should come here to therapy. Please. Yeah. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> anytime. Right. You know, I'm like, I'm trying to dye my afro purple now. <laughs> Thank you for everything, oh, really. That was you. like, this was a bucket list thing for me, so thank you. Oh, it really wow. was. That was so awesome. Thank you. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.